0: Hey, I'm Daniel Jose Older, one of the lead story architects of Star Wars, The High Republic, and you are listening to The Living Force.
1: Welcome to The Living Force Podcast. Long have I waited. Uteni Podcast Network Production. You are hard to find. Episode 177, Revisiting Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Wookiees stand out in a crowd. On this episode, a new Utini Patreon-exclusive show is announced. Hey, kid. There's a new Star Wars novel. Never underestimate a Troy. And the Utini crew takes a look back at Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. I am all the Sith. And now, here are your hosts. And I...
2: I'm all the Jedi.
1: Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Irleson, Dr. Charles Henkel, and special guest host, Emma Park.
0: UTini! Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Living Force, a Uteni Network podcast. Tonight, all about the rise of Skywalker again... I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me, as always, is the full crew, plus a little sub tonight. But first off, we have the man who, uh, I don't know, might blow up everything we've ever worked for and make it new again, Dr. Corey Helton! Hello. What's up, buddy? Hello,
3: everyone. Uh, hope you guys are doing well. Another exciting week in, uh, Y-tini fandom. And my light's not on. Hello, now you can hey, see me. There uh, he uh, is. Yeah, I just <laughs> realized that. Um... Yeah, uh, it's been a busy week. I'm getting ready to go on my trip. We're going to Hawaii in two weeks, guys. And, oh, my uh, gosh.
0: We need to get subs, don't we? Uh,
3: yeah, uh, some <laughs> maybe substitutes, or I'll just maybe. show up in a You'll Hawaiian be great. trip from the beach. So it's gonna That's happen, so exciting. So. I know, man. Like I said, I've never been, so, you know, any of you listeners have been to Hawaii, give me your tips. I'm uh, I'm listening.
0: Yeah, Corey needs to know everything, because, you know, he's not like our next guest, who clearly already knows everything. It's Dr. Charles Henkel! hey guys thank you uh hanging out here uh in charlotte uh it's uh, it's gonna be a good show tonight you know i usually don't change anything but tonight i changed a little something as you can see uh pretty happy with the set whoa bro what's up
4: what what are you doing we got Do, a i'm show. doing the
0: show okay oops <laughs> sorry for the mix up there um <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay uh, we have the very rude dr charles hanko oh my gosh ow dude what the heck
4: <laughs> i am actually here i am actually here and eric was here and uh we had a nice four days together didn't we eric
0: yeah we did <laughs> I, I went and visited charleston charlotte this whole weekend um uh, it was awesome some of the best food i've had some of the best company for sure we, we took in a minor league baseball game and uh, it was a really incredible city that uh i might be moving to i don't know we're gonna see how things fly but that was a. Uh, that was a great time. Thank you for hosting, man. It was really lovely to see you. I'm at Koda, uh, guys. The best dog in the world. Um, <laughs> it was absolutely lovely. So, dude, thank you so much for your hospitality and for all our audience, if you are listening along. Uh, we just had a nice little bit. So if you don't want to watch our visual show, check in a couple minutes in to see what kind of fun we had in Charlotte together. But yes. it's not all fun and games tonight, y'all. It's very serious business because we're under the stern hand and button pressing and lever pulling talents of emma park welcome producer emma how you doing tonight hello
5: yeah y'all better watch out i'm the one pressing the buttons this could all it's, it, it could go bad at any moment really um that's all right that's yeah, what it's I'm like when good. i run it or west runs it as well yeah so. exactly yeah you just like yeah I mean, yeah, that's with any producer really just, you know, threatening and, you know, all that stuff, you know, could pull the plug at any moment. But yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, I'm glad to be on this episode. It gave me a reason to pull out this shirt from her universe, which yeah. is yeah. I, I forgot how uncomfortable it was, actually. <laughs> um, and I'm only saying that you guys see the stars, right? Yes. Uh-huh. These are not like printed on stars. They're like sewn on stars. Oh, God. And it's itchy. Like, it's itchy. (laughs) I mean, uh, Ashley Eckstein, what are we doing with that? Come on now. I have to say, like, Ashley, I love your clothes. I have way too many of them. I wore uh, like a three year old Her Universe shirt when I met her, and she noticed it right away. (gasps) Uh, But, girly, what are we doing with this shirt? (laughs) That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, (laughs) I love you. (laughs) I am so glad for your sacrifice of shirt, and of course, for being on the show. As we said, tonight we are talking all things The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, we did re-watch it recently for our Patreon crowd, who will get that later at the end of this week. Uh, but we decided to, you know, maybe, let's see. It's been a while. The, the dust has settled. We've been through a whole COVID. Uh, so, you know, things have changed since The Rise of Skywalker was released. But before we get to that, a couple things. Number one, hi to everyone watching and listening at home. If you're watching us, make sure you like the video. Subscribe to the channel. We have tons of awesome video content being produced on the Utini YouTube channel. A bunch of shorts from all of our live shows. If you need little bite-sized chunks, shout out to our awesome editors on the team who have been taking care of that. that has been super fun. And if you're listening to our audio stuff, hello. Hope you're having a lovely, what do you think, commute, dog walk, our dishwashing crowd. Dishwashing. Dishwashers.
3: Dishwashing crowd. That's right. We see
0: you. We love you. You hope you're doing great. Make sure if you haven't, rate the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcatcher, Podbean, I don't know, whatever you listen to it on your Android phone, probably, let's be honest. Uh, but we're glad you're here. We got it, like, in the show. A couple of Uteni updates for you all. We want to do some shout-outs uh, to the Princess and the Scoundrel reviews. Uh, that came out last week, and the community seemed very stoked for it. Again, as a reminder, you can go to and check out our written review. Our video review is on this very channel. And our interview with Beth Revis did go up in audio format on all of our feeds. So hopefully if you're listening to us, you checked out our talk with Beth. Uh, She's been all over the place this week, too. I saw her on Star Wars Explained, Friends of the Force. She's really been kind of making the rounds on loving this book. So uh, congratulations to everyone. And if you've been loving Princess and the Scoundrel, jump into that channel in Discord and let us know. Use the spoiler tags, of course. Everyone's been really great about that. But we always love hearing you all. And as we said earlier... A shout out to our short highlight videos on this channel, especially Jacob and Oz, who have been working their tails off. Do making these good, there's cool thumbnails. They take this nonsense we do in like an hour and a half and condense it, which I think is pretty <laughs> difficult. Um, but shout out to you all. is really not easy and it makes our community amazing. And speaking of our amazing community, we got to give a huge shout out to our patrons at Patreon.com/utini or utini.com/patreon. You make it possible to do amazing things like for me to visit Charles. That is a joke. That was all my own money. <laughs> um, that was no Patreon money for legal reasons. For legal reasons, <laughs> we, we actually Charles, we actually didn't do any utini filming. I was I was surprised while we were there, except for of course our marvelous intro bit. Um, yeah,
4: I mean that took days of staging. You know, lighting, lighting <laughs> choreographing. Editing. You know how long it took me to pull up those blue tape X's off of the floor for our spots <laughs> that we had to hit? I mean.
0: Not, well, it's your idea to use gaff tape. That was the problem. I know, it was just stuck in me. And then we had to with, redo the whole floor. With I mean, all your years time. of
4: theater, I thought you could have steered us better than that.
0: I never learned, buddy. <laughs> well, next time we will, we will check in with our cool patrons uh, for their advice on content and future bits. So thank you all. Like we said, our Rise of Skywalker commentary is coming by the end of this week. Uh, so I hope you enjoy that. And of course, if you haven't joined us over at Patreon, uh, we have a bunch of different levels um, and you get a cool bunch of different cool rewards. We have a couple new things coming up. Uh, Emma, we just premiered a preview of a new thing that's coming up. If you'd like to tell our folks about that. Yes,
5: I would love to. I thought so. I thought you but, might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what is that new thing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a show you're doing.
5: Are you doing a show? Are we announcing that yet? Oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, recorded yeah, a yeah, show, yeah. Emma. <laughs> it wasn't in the notes. Oh, no. Okay. That's not how we
0: do things here. Sorry. you used to other shows. <laughs>
5: I'm going to throw know you. know how organized I am. This is scary for Mind me. Mind
3: reading is a requirement, go
0: apparently. It. Exactly.
5: <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. No, I know what we're talking about now. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to announce um, something new that's coming to Patreon, um, something that's exclusive only to Patreon, actually. Um, and it's a podcast that I'm doing uh, with my twin sister, actually, and we're going to be doing a rewatch of... Uh, all the MCU movies and shows and kind of going uh, along movie by movie, uh, you know, show by show with everyone. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's kind of, you know, it'll be ghost crew-esque in in the way that we do it one by one. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm shocked that she was interested in doing like anything like this with me. So that's really exciting. And we're hoping to kind of, you know, draw some people in that maybe we're on the fence about joining our Patreon and maybe this will add something else that um, you know, it just kind of pushes you over the edge to, to join. So, uh, it is, to, you know, yet to be named. Um, we're going to try to figure that out, but, uh, you know, if you have any good ideas, drop them in the comments, <laughs> we're always, uh, you know, always glad to hear those. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited and, and definitely join. Uh, we're going to be starting, uh, you know, doing regular recordings actually like starting tomorrow. So those will be dropping pretty soon. Awesome. Cannot wait.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Like, we have so much obvious Star Wars content. We bring people into the books. We do all our things on Patreon. But it's nice every once in a while to say, yeah, we do all our cool stuff, too. So excited to bring you guys that. Um, of course, if you have any suggestions, like I said, drop them in the comments. Contact Timothy, our Patreon manager. And thank you again, as always. Your support literally allows us to do everything we do here at Yutini. Yes. And we can't wait for the next year of content coming your way. But before we get to our pers- oh, I messed it up. <laughs> Let me take that back. We don't edit this podcast. Before that, our specific (laughs) content. Let's get to some Star Wars announcements in this week's Star Wars Weekly Roundup. It's the Star Wars Weekly Roundup. Yes, it is. This week, we have some cool announcements from the world of Star Wars books, including our favorite thing here on this show. Y'all, we got a new book announcement. And I'll be transparent with you. It's not one I saw coming at all. It is Jedi colon Battle Scars by Sam Maggs <laughs> coming out March 7, 2023. And, y'all, this is a book that takes place between Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor featuring one Cal Kestis. Um, how'd y'all react to this news? I This took me completely by surprise at like 8 in the morning.
3: Tell me about the timeline with this because this comes yes. out. When does the game come out? After this? After I this. believe
0: in May or April. And this is I set to come out a Sagan win. March? In March. March. Okay, before, so yeah, yeah.
3: we're gonna get this before we're gonna get the game. That is very interesting. Yeah, maybe. it's like
0: a prequel to the game. I think we <clears throat> I think the game hasn't been officially released announced, yeah, but, we're, but we're guessing this is like read it before you play the game.
3: We're playing the uh we're playing uh the game of chance of who's gonna be delayed, the book release or the video oh, game no! or both.
5: <laughs> Dude, stop it.
3: I don't even say that. <laughs> Why not both? As a game, both, both. <laughs> Has a game or a book it came out on time in the last two years? I'm not really sure. That's true. Yeah. This,
5: this could be the time to change things, though. It
0: could be. Maybe. What about release date? We already have one. Well, yes. What about second release date? Uh, like, that's that, exactly, that's yeah. kind of where I
5: am now.
3: Yeah, for sure. But this if it exciting. comes out. It's exciting. Yeah. With, when and if it comes out mm-hmm. and hopefully doesn't get, uh, you know,
5: Mandalorian or destroyed <laughs> like
3: 1313 or mandalorian or whatever we Oops. have like we have no, a lot of references it, it, here man game references being canceled books being canceled <laughs> yeah
5: but but cory there's a little bit of a difference here we're starting to promote it and market it uh and when did you say it's coming out may the game is coming out <clears throat> may, tentatively right May allegedly,
0: allegedly. we'll probably find I think out they in wouldn't Tokyo start or doing
5: this stuff until yeah, you know, unless it was like mostly done, right? Are, I mean, we hope, that, yeah. A, that might be me looking at it optimistically. Doesn't but. have a cover
3: yet, so I don't know. I don't know.
5: How. Hey, it is it is part that of the cover, the cover, not final series. We have oh, tons yeah, that's of those. Yeah. That's true. it's yeah. a great
3: series. Uh, you know, overall I think uh <laughs> I think the video game tie-ins have been very good. So like it's been mm-hmm. fun to like the Battlefront, yeah. the second Battlefront book was particularly oh, yeah. excellent. So, Inferno Squad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Inferno Squad was particularly excellent. So, you know, I'm all about all about this uh, game tie-in stuff, especially if we get, like, it's about the game character and it's going to tie the, you know, right. tie the two games yeah. together. That's that's awesome. It also kind of gives us some more hints about, like, maybe the game as well, of, like, you know, if, oh, yeah. if there's enough story to be told, yeah. like, with a full-length novel between the first and second game, like, yeah, I wonder how much time is going to have been passed, like, by the time we get to the game. So that's interesting. Interesting
2: yeah.
4: thought. Yeah. So and vice versa, it might pull some of those gamers into the whole Star Wars books universe. Yeah, Yeah, I
0: mean, Force Unleashed did that, right?
4: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, There are whole podcasts out there just about Star Wars video games, right? Maybe it'll drive them to the Star Wars book nerds podcast. Right. I
5: exactly, love exactly. it. Yeah, I was particularly excited about the uh, the author announcement because Sam Maggs has done a little bit of stuff uh, writing in in Star Wars Adventures, uh, the mm-hmm. IDW comics, and I always really liked her issues. So, um, and she was actually she was just at Boston Fan Expo actually, and now I'm like regretting not meeting her. But
0: how was I supposed <laughs> to know? <laughs> yeah, show me. Well, and she, of course, she was also the lead writer and possibly still is the lead writer on the KOTOR remake. Oh, that's um, right. That, yeah, as of today. In Bloomberg, I'm literally just reading this. It's not in the outline because I just saw it. Um, it's actually been moved from Aspire Media to Saber Interactive. as studi- So it's switching studios because EA was and Disney are mad about the delay. So that might still be happening. Oh. Um, but I know Sam Max was very involved in that. he has been very involved in game journalism a lot. Um, and, like, I love that it's going to not only have Cal Kestis. Uh, she's announced, like, Marin's going to be in it. Um, yes. Like, the, the crew of the Mantis will be in it. Yeah. Um, so any kind of canned oh, what, story. Oh, What's the we guy get. with
5: the salt? What's the guy oh, with the salt? Uh, the, guy with the salt.
0: Uh, Grizz. <laughs> was that movie where like there's like oh of yeah, thing where he would yeah, just yeah. like Salt the meat for like an ungodly yeah. amount of time, and it was like, <laughs> yes. God. <laughs> yes, I,
2: yes, yes.
0: You know what? I will tell you what though. I was thinking when they announced this, I'm gonna have to replay the game, not only to, to play yeah. the second one, but before the book, it'll be nice to get a refresher, and what if Same. the book is like, uh, like you said, Corey. Maybe it'll have lore secrets. Maybe the book will also be like, and then Cal you know ran at the wall but then he pressed a twice and then b
5: and then this special secret move and it's like oh i read the book no i know the move he opened, he opened a just- chest and he found a poncho what if that whole
4: book is just set on that one planet uh, that level that no one can get through in like less than 3 oh, hours zepho. yes zepho yes it's just oh, all on zepho
5: uh, now I desperately want to play this game again. <laughs> you know, you know what they
0: should do with every hardcover. If you look at the back, co- uh, you, you got to buy the book, and you know they have like posters and stuff in them. Instead, yeah. they have like a QR code for an unlockable poncho for Jedi Survivor. Yes, oh my God. come on.
3: I hope he, I other really do.
5: What do we not have yet, though? Like. Right. <laughs>
3: I really do hope they talk about the ponchos. If they don't, that's just a missed opportunity, for real. Like, there's so many ponchos in the game.
5: They talk about Cal's closet on the mantis, and it's just full of ponchos. (laughs) Well, speaking of the ponchos, the
0: second book we'll talk about, absolutely we'll talk about those ponchos, and that is The Art of Jedi Survivor, which is coming up from our friends over at Dark Horse, May 2nd, 2023. (laughs) So we assume this will be either right around release. Sometimes they do these slightly before release, depending... Um, on spoiler stuff, but, uh, but this is fun. They did one for Jedi Fallen Order, and I didn't get that one, but I heard it was, like, one of the best art books we've ever seen. It is so seen. good,
5: it, yes. I do have it, and I, I haven't, like, read it all. I like to read my art books word for word. I haven't gotten to that one yet, but awesome. I have flipped through it initially. I just gotta do my first little skin, yeah, first and read through. it has got some awesome art in there um, and I'm sure that that the uh, you know info that goes along with it is just as good and I, I even watched um, there was like a little documentary you know kind of short thing that came with mm-hmm. um, the deluxe version of oh, the video game and I watched that um, when I first after I played the game and that had a ton of awesome art in it um, and a lot of good interviews um, I, I love this kind of thing seeing the behind the scenes stuff how yeah. they uh, develop a character's look and style so I'm, I'm all for this. Yeah, I love the art books, especially for
0: video games, because, like, they take so long to make, and there's so yeah. many different ways they go, um, and Fallen Order, Fall Order was such a gorgeous game, and just added so much lore, so, can't wait yeah. to dig into that, uh, but, of course, I love that you mentioned Documentary, Emma, because we also mm. got an announcement earlier today, uh, Charles, what are we getting on Disney Plus Day, September 8th? <laughs>
4: uh, Thor 11 Thunder? Oh, oh no yes we um, are yep
0: that's it right. uh, that's it that's the only thing we're getting
4: no we are getting rather than the like disney gallery series that they've been doing for all of the disney plus star wars tv shows we are instead getting a one part i don't know i guess i'll say feature-length documentary <laughs> yeah! about that's fair. kenobi the tv series uh it's coming on september 8th like you said a jedi's return and we have this awesome promotional poster with Oh, the so cool. robed Ewan McGregor somehow still looking fantastic. Like, I know, even <laughs> though we can only see his robe, that his hair is still immaculate under there.
5: Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you know. You beard. feel it. Yeah, and, and I love, when you zoom in on this image, actually, like, right by the homestead, you can actually see there's, like, camera crew and, and uh, you know, Mike yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really, it's really neat. I'm so excited for this, you guys. Like, oh, yeah. I just, I finally got around to watching... Um, the Disney Gallery for Booko Boba Fett. I don't know why. I just like hadn't had time to watch it. I finally got around to watching it uh, a few days ago, and oh my goodness, it just made me just fall in love with these documentaries all over again. I watched a little bit of the tross behind the scenes mm-hmm. um, to get ready for for today. So good. This is going to be amazing. I, I'm gonna you know just cherish uh, you know Deborah Chow, uh her her insights into the making of this whole thing. I think it's going to be incredible.
0: Yeah, the little trailer teaser we got. <laughs> Was like, oh man, they like they, all the promo for this was so good because it was you and Hayden. They knew exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing, and then just to have a whole full length thing of them talking about shooting it, and I mean, they're gonna have flashbacks to Revenge of the Sith filming, and they'll go like, "What was it like seeing Hayden for like?" And we're gonna cry, like it's gonna be so good. And again, knowing now that it's all over, and they can show little Leia now, and like we're gonna have interviews with her and her first days on oh my set, gosh. like, and we're gonna. Maybe. Maybe. Jimmy Smith. Maybe Jimmy Smith will say a thing. (laughs) And I will be very happy. Just say a word. Just say words. I'm Bill Organa. Yes, you are, Jimmy. Thank you. Moving on. Like, that's all I need. But, uh, yes, it says, come on, Disney Plus Day, September 8th. They've also teased many big things we've been promised before. So, at UTD, we always say, what do we say? Manage your expectations. Um, We're getting a documentary about Obi-Wan, so. Very stoked about that. Keep your eyes out again August or September 8th. Sorry. But, of course, beyond that, we have a lot of great book stuff coming out. Make sure you're always checking the utini.com release calendar for everything that's coming out book, book-wise, including, coming up, The High Republic Path of Deceit, October 4th, yes. just about a month away. And then about a month after that, we have The High Republic Quest for the Hidden City. Because remember, in The High Republic, those middle grades are often so freaking fun. And these two yes. books are, of course, being done. By the fantabulous duo of Kevin Scott and George Mann, so. Oh
5: my God! Come it's on! It's gonna be so Doesn't good. Doesn't get better than guys, that, guys, guys. we've reached the point where our next book release is a higher public book. Can you believe it? We made it. I never thought
0: we'd be <laughs> here again.
5: It's been so long. Uh, I thought no. we'd never get a higher public book ever again. It felt so long. <laughs> right?
3: I know. Yeah, when they announced that, we were like, "Good lord, that's so far away." We have so much time. We have so much time. But
5: actually, <laughs> Charles, when we think how, about it, how we are you
4: feeling, Charles? I don't I feel, feel like, like I have, I have that, time. I don't know too. what you're talking <laughs> about.
0: <laughs> I will say, I'm gonna Poor call Charles. Charles out, guys. I was at Charles's house. It's a beautiful house. This weekend, had just started Padawan. Saw it on the counter. That's, that's true. Had Princess and the Scoundrel waiting. So like, it's fine, guys. Be like Charles. Take your time. Read the books. It's a yeah. pleasure and just get ready for the round. Enjoy games. it. There
4: was a moment where I was sitting on the couch. Uh, I was playing, I was playing, uh, what, PGA 2K21, which is a terrible game, by the way. It's a terrible game. It's not well done. <laughs> yeah, and not, I just not turned great. and looked at Eric and I said, I should be reading Padawan. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you should. And then we looked back and we kept playing golf. Yeah. Um,
0: also, quick correction. I got so excited because I was thinking of phase of wave two of the higher public stephanie you're right path of deceit the ya is written by tessa Grattan and justina ireland cavin's YA is the next one my mistake right, yeah. um we're getting tessa and justina tessa again a new author and justina emma yes. your favorite author in the higher public
5: oh my gosh yes justina <laughs> i mean listen they're all great but justina has this really special place in my heart i love her writing so much yes give her give her give her everything. I don't I don't even care. Yeah. Maybe her, we'll her meet her a new
0: character like Mernestra Bo or something. I mean who's <laughs> to I would not be unhappy with that. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: well those are coming up. Can't wait for that. But of course recently last week we got the Princess and the Scoundrel. So we got the reviews out but some of you in the community have already finished it and what better way to bring back our book review segment by reading our first user review of the Princess and the Scoundrel. Charles if you'd be so kind to do the honors tell us which person in our community was the first to read it? And go ahead and tell us what they thought of Princess and the Scoundrel.
4: Yeah, it's been a while, but it looks like uh, we're back with the book reviews. And our good friend Lando read The Princess and the Scoundrel and gave it four stars. Said the closest I'll ever get to being on the Halcyon. That's <laughs> that's a commentary real, on how expensive real. it is. All right. <laughs> Lando says, I love the Endor stuff. The more time we spend on Endor and every time I watch uh, RTJ, the more I love Endor and the Ewoks and the forest vibe. The wedding and everything was incredible. It reminded me a lot of Shattered Empire, and rightfully so, as it is directly referenced. The book takes a bit of a dip once they actually board the Halcyon, and it becomes more of a Han and Leia ignoring each other, but wanting to be together. And it did feel a bit like, let's tour the Halcyon but notably to a far lesser degree than either of the Galaxy's Edge tie-in books. Those felt more like guided tours tied up in a story where this feels like a brief pit stop. Once the story gets to the ice planet and the events there unfold, it feels like some of the legend stories post ROTJ, where an Imperial hideout is doing some bad stuff and the heroes take them out. This will inevitably be compared to Courtship, and while I think Courtship went all out on the crazy adventure on Dathomir, this book was a lot more emotionally invested in its characters and a whole lot less problematic at the same time. So oh, we love no, to see it. no yeah, shade we. to Legends. <laughs> Jared, don't at, don't at Lando in the chat uh, when he says courtship. <laughs> if you're listening, he's referring to Courtship of Princess Leia, the Legends novel. So yeah, cool. I'm, I'm excited for it once I finish Padawan.
5: You yeah, got great him, right? review, Lando. Yes. I I definitely agree with the Shattered Empire. You know, notes in there. I think that's a that's a great call, <laughs> and I'm I'm glad that uh, Beth also you know mentioned it. It's yeah, it's it's a great feeling having those comics and books tie together. You know.
0: Yeah, I said in the review, I was very surprised at how much into the politics uh, Beth really went in that book to show like. Mm.
5: Yeah, it's a honeymoon.
0: It's like yeah, but it's a honeymoon after they blew up a space station that a fascist leader <laughs> was on. Like, there's there's some problems going on. Like, Vader is smoking yes. over there, guys. Like,
5: this is still a thing.
0: <laughs> so it's, it was so much can fun. I, can reading. I make a
5: comment along that along those lines? Please where, give Beth Revis a Mon Mothma book, please. Oh yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, you know what? I'll 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 even jump on that as well. Give more of the shows books. I think we're. The, I yes. Think, I think yes. The experiment has succeeded. We did it, guys. Yeah. The the shows are <laughs> happening. You know.
5: Um, yeah. Hey, Brian. That's what's
0: up, point? Milk? Um. Yeah. Like, let's 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 say here. Maybe we want to do Mando books. So we wanted to wait. Maybe we didn't want to do book. Maybe we didn't want to do Obi Wan books. Okay. Here's the deal. We're all watching the shows. Okay. We love the shows. They're great. Put some tie-ins on there. More than like a, the you know. The Mando comic is out. It's fine. It's Mando and comic. That's all right. But, like, taking Mon Mothma, especially, again, haven't seen Andor yet, but I can only assume there's a lot of her story we can tell. Yeah. So, cannot wait for that. To you get
5: more fabulous outfits, um, more political intrigue, maybe, oh, maybe a team-up book between her and Bail. Maybe that's what we need.
0: Emma, you're a guest (laughs) on this show. You've come here and got my heart all flutter with Bail Organa (laughs) And mommy, sorry, mony, sorry, mon (laughs) mothma. That would be great. Overall, though, speaking of thirst traps and horniness, Lando, thank you for your review (laughs) of The Princess and the Scoundrel. And again, if anyone, uh, you have read The Princess and the Scoundrel or any other books, go to utini.com and leave a community review. Uh, We are trying to get back into that habit and automation of reading some book reviews on the show. We really do love seeing what you think of these books because we're just a few folks. You are the community. You are the people reading these. So let us hear what you think. Help your other f- readers find their next Star Wars read over at com. Thank you so, so, so much. All righty. Main part of the show time, y'all. <laughs> every legacy, no, every saga must end. No, every story ends, the saga lives forever. What's the, the... saga lives forever, right? What are you... No, s- I don't... So- what are you, s- <laughs> it's, what are
5: you <laughs> it's saying? It's tag the tagline from the trailer. The saga time. will I end. I know what you are talking about, but I don't know. Kill the past. The saga will end. I don't know. The kill dead Kill live. this bit. The dead speak. The dead speak.
0: Okay, we're talking <laughs> trucks. All right, here we go. Later. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about the Skywalker. Here's here's why, y'all. Um, after Shadow of the Sith, the previous round table, um, I realized that like, because that book ties so... Directly into The Rise of Skywalker, kind of like No Book has in a while. Like, we've had a lot of books, like The High Republic, separate from movies, and even, I would say, things like Brotherhood aren't as tied directly to films, right? But Shadow of the Sith yeah. is like, yo, it's the Trost novel. We even said last week that this should almost be part of the journey from The Rise of Skywalker line, that yes. they were doing that, right? So I point. said, yeah, what better time to discuss this Movie now again this was 2019 this came out it's almost three years ago guys that's wild and we we haven't had a we haven't God, we haven't had a Star Wars movie in theaters in like three years which I know I know there was many decades where that was the case I get it we're <laughs> spoiled but like it's been a while so I want to go around y'all and just start with a very basic basic question what was your initial reaction to Rise of Skywalker because a lot of our listeners I know may not have listened to our earlier episodes on *Red Skywalker. Emma, you weren't on those episodes. So tell me, what'd you think of it? What were some of your older favorite parts? What were some of your issues you had? Let's just go early right now, and then we'll get into maybe the most recent watch. So Charles, let's start with you. How did episode nine hit you way back in 2019?
4: Yeah, so episode nine was hit and miss for me. Um, I think there was as we saw a lot of backlash against the movie and there are i think some really justifiable reasons for that backlash and then i think there's a lot of just pure internet troll hatred backlash as well and you kind of have to separate separate those things out you know there are legitimate gripes and and there just aren't Um, i personally walked out of the theater thinking that is probably my least favorite of the saga which is not to say i hated it but just that's where i probably ranked it walking out of the theater and I think that, for me, mostly came from not necessarily story choices in and of themselves, but how rushed and sudden and, I I don't know that I'd say forced, but kind of sprung upon a lot of those those plot points were. Um, but that said, when we had our kind of review episode, I think, at the time, let the record show, I was the, the biggest proponent <laughs> of the movie. Um, I defended... Yeah, they- yeah, I defended some of the decisions that are definitely still controversial to this day, like Raise Palpatine and those sorts of things. So, you know, that was kind of my early experience. I knew it was not up there among the upper echelon amongst, you know, Revenge of the Sith and Empire in those movies for me. But I didn't agree with just the, the avalanche of hatred that I, I saw coming from a lot of places.
0: Great. Great recap. Uh, Emma, I'm not going to say anything else about that just yet. Emma, what about you? Tell our fans, you know, they they may not know. You're 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 a mystery. You're an enigma, Emma. You might be a Palpatine. Uh, But so, what was what was your initial thoughts on the movie?
5: (laughs) Um, so to preface this a little bit, uh, it's important to know that the sequel trilogy is my favorite trilogy. uh, Bam. uh, Of the saga, number one, number two, Ray is my favorite character. Bam. Of any character. Oh my god, you are Wes. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, we did it. <laughs> I know every time West, like every time you guys have a question of like, oh, who do you want a book to be about? West always says Ray, and I always message him. I said, West, we're like the same person. It's crazy. Um, and, and now here I am producing. I'm basically West. I'm just not in Texas. And I, do I need Yet. a cowboy hat or something? Like, does this, does Allegedly. someone have a cowboy hat? Does he nada? wear I a cowboy? <laughs>
0: you know what? Not 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 that we've seen, but we do know he has a custom one. And in, I have seen yes. it in person, and <laughs> it's gorgeous.
5: I love it. It's really I love impressive. it. So, anyways, yeah, those are like t- the two points you need to know about me. I, well, In the Last Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. That's also important. Here we go. Um, I think my initial reaction to this movie, I felt a little sick to my stomach afterwards, but not in like a horrible way. Um, I think I had such shock that like it was ending, and that it was ending that way i guess mm-hmm. and i don't think i was a huge fan of the ending at, at first i've grown to appreciate it and you know we'll talk about that a little later but i think initially i was like they kissed like why are they kissing like <laughs> i've grown on that it's grown on me a little bit it, it definitely has the second thing was i didn't like the whole like why does why do you have to die why did anyone have to die why can't we all just live and be happy? Like that, that was definitely something that that kind of bugged me. I didn't like the fake all the fake outs in the movie. They felt a little cheap to me. Um, mm-hmm. The Chewy one when we thought Chewy died—I very much fell for that. Like I fell for sure, that part. I started sure. crying. Like it was very convincing, and a lot of that had to do with Daisy Ridley's acting. Like it, she, she was brilliant. Yeah. Um, she's brilliant in all the, the movies. The pain but, in that moment. But that yeah. scene. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it made me cry again when I watched the movie again yesterday and I knew what happened. So um, I think that speaks, uh, you know, a lot to her performance. Uh, and then the other fake out with Ray dying, um, which again, I actually stood up in the movie theater and I was about to walk out. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, was, I was mad. Like, I, I had a very visceral and reaction And you're like to decently that,
0: so. tall, Emma. People may not know this. Like, that's a that's a <laughs> powerful move. <laughs>
5: yeah, it yeah, it's is. It's not like yeah, Corey's standing uh,
4: up in the theater. Oh my God. <laughs>
5: Yeah
4: it was right there. <laughs> it was there. You
5: had to do it. you had to do it. So yeah, but I did, you know, I won't speak on the negatives too, too much more. The last kind of big issue I had with it was the Ray as a palpatine thing. Mm-hmm. That really did not sit well with me. It still doesn't sit well with me. But here's my take on it. Um, that was a decision that the movie makers made. And that wasn't a decision that Ray, the character, made. And that was just something she kind of had to like go through, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. And
5: we can be angry about it, right? But yeah. we shouldn't. We shouldn't put that on the events of the movie because that was just a decision that the movie makers made. That's just my take on it. You know, I understand like the other feelings on it, but I really kind of had to like think about it because Ray is such an important character to me. She's right. like what brought me back to Star Wars, like with the For- in the Force Awakens with the whole like you know, forcing the lightsaber over to her. Like that, that was like a changing moment for me. I've talked about that multiple times on many different Utini shows. And so when I found that out, that definitely hurt because a lot of her, a lot of her character to me is about her being a nobody. Mm -hmm. And then to find out that she's suddenly a somebody felt very sudden and it felt very much like what people, let me backtrack, it felt like what, People in the negative crowd wanted the people sure. that were calling yeah. her Mary Sue. Yeah, it felt, felt very pandery <clears throat> to me. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, however, positives. I enjoyed the dynamic between the the three characters. I, you know, Poe, Finn, and, and Ray. You could really tell that they had bonded uh, throughout the you know the, the the trilogy, and I really loved seeing that. I thought that you know Ben's character was handled. Uh, really well except mm-hmm. for dying at the end. Um, I liked seeing his evolution of like, I don't I don't want to do this anymore Like I want to be my, I want to be myself and and all that that good stuff generally I, I think that there's a lot of positives I didn't think that it was my least favorite at the end and I still don't think it's my least favorite um, I think it's in my bottom half, but not by a whole lot um, and it's still an enjoyable movie. I, I had fun watching it again and um, You know, it, it's a fun movie too. It, it is it, it's it's fast-paced there's a lot of humor. I laughed so hard at all the 3PO parts, still. <laughs> yeah, he has a great he's time. He's such a comedian in this movie, like it's so good. Um, and Lando is great. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have, I have mixed emotions. I think a lot of people feel that way. And it's hard to, to kind of spell them out here all in, all in one thing, but you know, just, you know, there, there's positives and negatives, but I like to frame the, the negatives in more of a, more of a way that you know the characters didn't choose that that's just mm-hmm. how their journey went and how the movie makers decided to do that some people might think that that's um you know being like a shill or something yep. checks if in the think, mail yeah, from disney okay. of course as we yeah. know yeah. oh yeah i, I mean <clears throat> can't you tell i'm like i'm filthy rich from, from <laughs> disney <laughs> but yeah i mean it, it's it's good it's i'm mean, i'm excited to talk about it tonight um cuz i i definitely I'm glad I watched it again. It had been a while, and I think a lot of it had to do with the negativity around it because I felt like, wait, why am I enjoying this movie and no one else is? Like, uh. so yeah. yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to to the discussion. Definitely,
0: yeah, it can be tough to like kind of double double guess your own enjoyment of something. Yeah, which is interesting. Definitely. Um, but again, we all have our own individual experiences. as It begins. Um, Corey, I know you obviously you were on that episode a couple of years ago. Uh, So let's go back, just back to that time again at this point. 2019, Corey, not a huge fan of the film, uh, but what were your kind of condensed thoughts about Ryan Skywalker?
3: Condensed thoughts? Movies suck. Next question.
0: No, okay, <laughs> slightly, slightly less condensed. Boo. A little more water just into that condensed milk. Just <laughs> kidding.
3: Yeah, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, you know, I look back on on our episode that we did, and it is it still kind of haunts me a little bit. I mean, I, I've I said this even in our Patreon event that we just did, where we watched it again. Like we even got a little negative then, and that that hurts me. I feel like because like we we preach it. We're a little preachy around here about being positive and finding things you love and that sort of stuff. So I still have a lot of mixed feelings about you know, even how we handled, you know, the release of the show or early release of the film and how we covered it on the show. Um, you know, I think I called I, I called I created that that show. I kind of mostly myself. I called it the, the three. What was it? Three. Three unforgivable sins. For, three unforgivable <laughs> unforgivable sins.
0: sins.
5: Oh my God. Three Unforgivable
3: Sins. Yeah, that's a pretty harsh language use. I regret that. I wish I had <laughs> talked about it like that. Um, initial reactions. Well, I had an interesting personal experience. Me and one other person on the team, I think it was Carl, actually. Uh, we had the movie spoiled for us uh, mere hours before we went to see yes, it, un- of unfortunately. The- mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a, a troll in Discord uh, jumped in our Discord and uh, said like th- three or four bullet points, I think. And it was something like... Something like Chewie dies, Chewie dies. Chewie dies. Raise a Palpatine. Kylo Ren falls in a hole, and uh, they kiss at the end. I think is and yeah, God. Palpatine is granddaughter. I mean,
5: falling in a hole isn't super specific. I no, I mean, it's lots not. Of it's really in Star weird. Wars holes. <laughs> Yeah,
3: it's yeah, super weird. But anyway, so that happened, and I remember. You know, seeing that and, you know, business mindset, all right, we got to delete this. And we deleted it within seconds. I mean, it was was live on our Discord for literally 15 seconds. And I deleted it and then disabled invites to our Discord that day so nobody else could come in and get it spoiled. I don't think anybody else saw it. I think it was literally just me and Carl. And I remember dealing with that and the stress of that situation of, like, trying to, you know – Look out for our mm-hmm. Discord community and members and stuff. And then I finished it. I fixed it. And I remember, just sitting there, feeling this weird knot building up in my stomach. <laughs> of you know, I went through this like grief process of like, Nah, there's no way that's true. This is just a troll. Oh dear, what if it is true? Oh, oh shit, it is probably true. Oh no, these are not good plot points. <laughs> <laughs> so I wa- I walked into the theater doing this sort of denial thing in my head a little bit about like trying to manage the expectations, but not really being able to manage the expectations because major plot points had been spoiled for me. And like we had seen enough in the trailers and online at that point to know that those things were probably true with that guy posted and stuff. And uh, so I was really nervous going into the movie. I think I posted a long thing too, actually uh, in Slack about or discord or something about, you know, it's the final movie in the trilogy. Try to manage your expectations, whatever. Anyway, so we went to the theater, and I'm sitting there. I'm really nervous. And the first words of The Crawl are somehow Palpatine has returned. And it it's, it hit me instantly. As soon as I saw mm-hmm. the first – or whatever, the, the dead, dead speak. speak. Yeah. As soon as I saw the first three words of The Crawl, I immediately knew that everything that I posted was true. And I was trying to come to terms with that for the first 20 minutes of the film – which mm-hmm. admittedly moves at breakneck speed, and arguably the worst part of the entire movie is the first 20 minutes. Like, oh man, I just had a lot of really mixed emotions my first viewing. Like if we're talking pure initial mm-hmm. reaction, I had really, really mixed feelings, both because of this weird experience I had where the movie got ruined for me, and then also, just a lot of things that I was not crazy about in that first thing. So I think that really did influence the way I felt about it and continue to feel about it. And some of those things have changed over time, which we can talk about. Other of them have kind of stuck around. But I definitely walked away from the movie theater with a much more kind of negative sinking feeling, I think, than I have any other Star Wars film that I've seen in theaters, which is every film since that I can remember, Attack of the Clones, I guess. So, you know, what is that, five or six Films, I guess we've seen however with many that? Star Wars movies there. Are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Alright, so a rough a rough go again for an external factors are so interesting, especially when it comes to Star Wars, because this is such a personal thing. Um, like I remember going to my I don't know, fifth viewing of Force Awakens. But it was my with <clears throat> my parents who hadn't seen it. My mom's the biggest Star Wars fan of my life, she's the one who introduced me to everything. And as we were leaving, luckily, a guy in the parking lot was like, Han Solo dies! And I was like, Dude. Yo! <laughs> you know? Because like, if that was for my mom, I would have been like, I'm going to fisticuffs, essentially. Um,
3: <laughs> I would have really serious trouble not resorting to physical violence in a situation like that. Seriously? I'm dead serious. Like Seriously? I'm not trying to but be some kind like, of tough guy, but that no. makes me so utterly angry that people- also it's like, how
5: do you know if they're just not trolling you though? You know what I mean? I know like, that's
3: the that's worst the part. part. Yes, guess that, that was for me with a guy.
5: I didn't so know, know if it was worried. true or you're not, just and,
3: yes, anxiety. So,
0: so I will say, luckily, I I, I was I was in the theater. When that, right? Uh, when, when that happened on Discord, and I luckily like, I, I muted everything, so I I, I know it happened because of a Slack notification, but I, I didn't see it. I was I remember sitting in my in my chair just terrified because I'm like someone in, in this theater knows something, and they're gonna <laughs> a kid is gonna say something to their mom a little too loud or like something, but luckily <laughs> nothing like that. Um, but I watched the initial showing, and uh I, I wasn't crazy about it. I, just pretty bluntly. I was like, there's some stuff I liked, but I got home and I was like, huh. Uh, I don't think I'd like that movie. And it was like yeah. the weird again, for all of us, it's in that weird this mental like, gymnastics
3: like, that you it's can do weird yourself, thing. isn't it? Yeah. yeah it like, is.
0: how did I not like that? And then I, so I but <clears throat> for me, um, in my in my apartment I have uh, all the AMC IMAX posters for episodes seven, eight, and nine are in like a display in our dining room. So how I got those every Sunday AMC would give away a poster at an IMAX screening. So you had to go three times. Um, Oh, hey, Wes! stay drive, buddy. Um, But I was like, okay, I'm going to go see this at least three more times. Let's let's see. Second time I saw it, I was like, I don't like this. I don't know. And then the third time I saw it was with my mom. And it was on, I remember, it was on New Year's Day. Or something right before we went to a family event, so it's sort of like 8 a.m. or something. Because I'm like, I'm like, we, like, we got to see this before we go to a family event. And my family was like, "You're really gonna see Star Wars at 8 a.m.?" I'm like, "Have you known me 30 years?" Um, of course I am. <laughs> and I saw it, and I was next to my mom, just witnessing Star Wars happen. And she was, my, if you've ever had the fortune to meet my mom, she's one of the most wonderful women on the planet. She's so positive and loving, and she was just like so excited, and all my concerns melted away. And I was like, huh, interesting. So in the, so, and then I saw it a couple more times in in myself, and then they kind of came back. So I had a very tumultuous relationship with this movie, (laughs) I will say, because I found a certain pocket where I could just watch it. The the Raids Palpatine thing, I promised word for word one of my best friends before that week. I was like, there's no way they'll do it. Don't worry. (laughs) And yeah, I don't. I don't do that, next that anymore to me because in that theater. And I was like, <laughs> Corey, oh my "Well, God. sorry, I guess they did." Um, but I will. I will say, uh, other than the rose thing, which I do want. I do want to talk about, and we talked a lot about yes, a lot in our first I episode. The rose erasure. That, yes. um, most of my issues with the film were technical. Were like mm-hmm. you said, Corey, the breakneck pacing, the the camera angles, the the yeah. shot composition, the like <laughs> literal movie making things, and as. As I'd agree with I that. I watched it more, I'm like, this isn't so much about the lore. Because we're Star Wars fans. You can accept anything at a right. certain point. But, it, like, the movie-making hit me weird. So, I will say, to kind of segue us here, I have actually re-watched this much less than any other Star Wars film upon getting the DVD. Because, again, I went to Target the day of. I got the 4K Blu-ray. Like, come on. We all know what we're doing here. Same, um, yes. <laughs> but I haven't really put it in a lot until we did our commentary. So, I want to ask you all now... Since 2019, and this can be more of a round-robin. I, I want to get our initial thoughts. Um, have you guys watched <clears throat> of Skywalker one time, a couple times, a lot of times? And what, what have been the most significant changes you've found? And, on the same hand, what have been the things that have really either doubled down for you, or <clears throat> you just haven't been able to shake?
3: Uh, I wanna I wanna start with this one because it, I, man, I I called it the the, the three scared, unforgivable Corey. sins of the of the original. <laughs> what a Why did you guys let me do that? You should have. <laughs> what where are the three the original
5: sins? I don't even remember. I don't, it was Does it of Palpatine. Yeah,
3: I yep. do. It was Raise of Palpatine, the Rose Erasure, and <laughs> yes. Palpatine's plan in general, or the yes. three. Okay. Yes, yeah, those that makes the sense. Three. Yeah, yeah. And interestingly. Let me let me start by being a little more positive. All right, last love- year at Christmas yeah. time, Caitlin and I have this tradition. Every Christmas we watch the Star Wars trilogy. I don't know why. It's just we watch the whole trilogy Aww. back to Because back. you're in of, love. It's pretty fun. I know. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fun, and we watched True the love. sequel trilogy either this year or last year. I can't remember how recently it was, um, but we watched the sequel trilogy, and this movie works the best when you watch it immediately following the other two. And I think it's because. Yeah, it's really weird how that works. We watched them all three of them within like a week or two week period or something like that, and it's weird how that works. It's, I think it's just like it's easier to let go of preconceived expectations when you watch them all back to back a little bit, maybe like because you can kind of see how things changed after the end of uh, you know the eighth one and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I think it works the best after that. I, I'll double down on the fact that everything everything once you get to Kojimi is is phenomenal. I think the movie is excellent Kijimi's once you get to Kojima. Yes. Um I will say the things that I really disliked have gotten worse. And the things that That's I tough. really liked have gotten better. The the divide has okay. widened, I sure. think. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think. Unfor- unfortunately. And we watched the we watched it together the other night and we really noticed a lot more weird little small movie making flaws, I think, that I've never really noticed before. Like, you called them technical issues, Eric. Like, I feel like I've noticed more of those, more times I watch it, but maybe that happens over time. But some things I'm still just not ever okay with. I am still so utterly upset that Rose Tico was cut out of the film. Like, so mad yeah, about that. That's the I don't one. think there's – I don't think that one is ever going to be – you can't fix that with lore or with no. books no. or with any of that. Yeah. You can't fix the fact They've that – They've tried, everyone, but it doesn't help. Yeah, no, Ray, it doesn't uh, help. Like it like makes the it worse. Just mentioned
0: the, the adaptation in the chat. Ray Carson's adaptation, we lauded, and she did – what she could like? Oh, I Rose know. was actually doing a great important yes. job. It's like I,
5: uh huh. She was studying. She was <laughs> studying the Star Destroyers. Yeah, yes, but yeah, that's- you're right. Like, come on, I know. You yeah, you can You can't change the
3: fact that Kelly Marie Tran did interviews with like Good Morning America, where she talked about being yeah. excited to be on screen with Ray's character and like with Daisy's character and like. Mm-hmm.
0: And, Billy and then that it, never and happened.
3: Lord, no, it's so dumb. And we, we've still never seen the light of day of any of those scenes. we are not in the back no. behind the scenes no. stuff. No, you we know, no, no, have
5: no only seen us still. That's it. Yep.
3: Shit pisses me off. Like I'm still mad about it. I Even know, to man. this day. That's still not Dude, okay with it.
5: I feel too. like it's meant, pandering. I, like you
3: said, I, it's pandering. Yes, it's pandering yes. to the worst part of the is. fan community. I hate it.
5: It is. And I feel so bad for her, man. Like I met, I had the pleasure of meeting her at Celebration. And I got The picture was so good i know i love it (laughs) i like cherish it there is no one that is more positive about something that has been so negative i know for her really yeah really. i I don't understand how she does it i i admire her a lot for the way that she handles herself after Mm -hmm. such a horrible situation yeah she has more resilience i I think than any of them she can handle that yeah 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 i I completely agree she's definitely got more backlash than daisy everyone and yeah oh yeah Oh yeah, so I, I respect her a lot. I, I I really hope that, you know, when the day comes that we do something after episode nine, I really hope she's involved. She deserves it more than anyone.
3: Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. I'm still not in any way crazy about the Ray being a Palpatine decision. I mean, I yeah. think it's slowly, very slowly at an excruciating <laughs> pace getting better for me. Over time, like Shadow of the Sith improved that a great deal. But even then,
0: knowing that, even then, the force chasing them, it's like, okay, again, shout out to Adam Christopher, like we said in our roundtable everything he tried to do, he, he went as far as he literally could yeah. to make it
5: awesome.
2: I know.
0: It,
5: it kind of works now, like, with all the yeah. tie-in stuff. It, like works it works
3: to some degree, but it's yeah. like the raving of Palpatine is equi- is the canon equivalent of, like, Luke for me. <laughs> From, <laughs> From Legends. Legends,
5: From such a good quote.
3: Nobody can deny that that was a stupid-ass decision.
5: <laughs> to yeah. clone oh, Luke
3: on. and just add an extra U. I'm Sorry, man, Tim. Luke, you are the Luke. absolute. <laughs> <Luke doesn't laughs> Timothy Zahn is the absolute goat, and that is arguably the worst story decision that's ever happened in Star Wars literature. I stand by that, and that's how I treat the Palpatine thing. Uh, Corey, as far Corey's as I exactly asked,
4: like he'd been happier if he was named Steve.
3: Uh, I would have. <laughs> I would have just Steve call him. Skywalker. Just call him like I don't know. I don't know. Craig. It can be... His name is Craig. Craig Skywalker. Craig Skywalker. Craig Skywalker. All right. He he looks into the camera, like looks off into the distance, and he goes, Craig Skywalker. (laughs) 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 That's what happens. As far as the last one, the whole Palpatine's plot thing... I can get behind this as being a movie-making flaw now. So maybe this one hasn't gotten worse for me. I feel like we watched this yeah. the other night. And after the movie, <laughs> we argued about it the whole yeah. time. I'm if telling you, you, go listen if to you're our on Patreon, Patreon.
0: You can hear us in real time. Get more confused about Palpatine's plan. Like we're as trying we're to explain it. it. I'm we're like, so and excited We're Listen, to listen this. it's more really confused. easy.
3: What we realized is really easy is if you're if you're after you've seen it, like if we were to have a discussion right now about Palpatine's plan, it's easy to do the mental gymnastics of say, oh, it's just uh it's just force transfer, essence transfer, blah, blah, blah. It's easy to do that. But when you're like literally watching the film and trying to explain the plot points, it makes zero sense. There is not a plausible explanation for what Palpatine's plan was. We tried yep. to put one together. And after the yep. film was over, we were just like, can someone explain it to me? Because it doesn't yeah. make any, A doesn't mean to B, leads to kill C, leads D. But bring there her here so she can kill no. me.
0: But now I will kill you. But then you have killed me,
5: but you now you win. And it's like,
0: can <laughs>
4: I? Someone can please
5: I, call up their local astrophysicist uh, to explain this Yes. I Yes. Charles, I gotta, Charles.
4: I'm going to butt in. And I'm going to come to the defense of this movie. I'm I say, love it. I'm going to say, first off, there is no fixing the rose unforgivable sin no yep. uh, yeah i'm, I'm cool. gonna just move that. You know, no one grow. can fix that's, that that's the one but the other two i want to say this <clears throat> i think you can fix them even from a, a lore a movie standpoint okay hit it man and we talked about this a little bit in the in the patreon commentary so go listen to that if you haven't listened to it yet but ray when it starts out everyone wants to know who she related to okay then it turns into Ray's a nobody then it turns into Rey's of Palpatine. Rather than view that as like a negation or a total switch, I think you can view it as a furthering of yeah. the idea behind it, right? I think Rey can think be like whoever she wants. You see the other two, right? Ray can be whoever she wants, whether she's nobody or even if she is the spawn of literally the devil like <laughs> yes! so if, yes! you, if you approach it from that angle it actually can work really well even if that's not what you wanted going into the movie yeah so that's my defense of that. that plot point i
0: agree that 100
4: and then the palpatine totally. part i think we're supposed to be confused or at least that's what i choose <laughs> I to believe. So. he was right?
3: confused as well
4: <laughs> i don't i don't think he necessarily was whoever knows what palpatine unless you're looking at it retroactively like going back to the prequels whoever knows what He's actually choosing. When he, when people walked into Return of the Jedi, I don't think they necessarily knew what he intended when Vader and, and Luke faced off. Like, maybe he wanted one thing. Yeah. Maybe he wanted the other. We act like we know because we know what happened. I but, like yeah. it
0: when fathers and sons fight. You yeah, well, he does. He's like just kind
4: of, of gross like that. But
3: Yeah, that plot that point's a little confusing. <laughs> I'll give you that. The whole, yeah, yeah the, yeah.
4: So, I mean, he never really fully reveals his hand, and that's a very Palpatine thing to do. So that's kind of how I choose to approach that as well, and I think it works. I agree that if you're trying to follow his logic, point A to point B to point C, it doesn't pan out. But I don't think we ever really can do that with an evil mastermind. To some degree. to some degree, I even but say,
3: there is not there's not an A leads to B leads to C in the film at all is the problem. No. <laughs> like it doesn't it doesn't make any lo- like none of his plot points like really Yeah none of his evil plans make any sense. Like I I it's, I think yeah. it's we talked about this in the commentary and I hate to keep bringing that up because we have a lot of listeners who are not patron members and blah blah blah, right? But like like I think it's an editing issue. We talked about that in the in the commentary. I think yep. they just yep cut it up in a way in which that it may be like put something that was supposed to be after like in front. So like, like it ends up not making a lot of sense cohesively. I think it was supposed yeah. to be like an essence transfer thing. Isn't that what's in the book, right?
0: Like funny. You should mention Corey. I yeah. did just look up on page 220 of the rise of Skywalker novelization by Ray Carson. She writes out Palpatine's entire plan in a single page. And it makes sense.
3: I remember that and now. I, we talked about that too. Yeah, 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 it's all in there. And it yeah, and that single was page. but it's a it's a it, that that single page is definitely not what happens in the movie. And it's no. it's not <laughs> not at all. And I think it's an editing issue. They should have got George Lucas' wife to edit this one too and maybe Oh my god.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long live Marsha.
0: And, I, and I think that's a key thing that like that, you know, we are privileged in this community to have the supplemental material like Shadow of the Sith, like the novelization. Yeah. Where we can kind of like put that stuff in, and and that's why I think I'm kind of in Corey's boat, where the things I like about the film, especially from a lore perspective, have increased, but thereby the technical issues have also kind of decreased because I now see, oh, this is kind of what you were going for. This is kind of what it could have been. Ugh, I I can't. I wish this story was told in a slightly <clears throat> different way.
4: That's because I like, now
0: I see the story.
4: I like that you say that because I think the biggest problem is the delivery of the material it's not yeah, necessarily agreed. the material yep. itself
3: i know well we yeah. started off with with like the worst marketing decision in the history of star wars yeah i was gonna say this is a great a
5: comment in the chat yes
3: revealing <laughs> the fact that palpatine is alive it. with Fortnite. oh my god tell me a worst a worse decision <sighs> that's ever been if, made if poe dameron wars had, done the,
0: had done the gritty i think that would have been worse POTUS Jesus comes out like,
3: Christ! That was just. I remember when that happened. Drop. We didn't really even notice it. Do you guys remember that? Like we yeah. barely talked about and, it. We and didn't this really. This is what at, we do. Like before, That's the stuff <laughs> isn't
5: usually that consequential. I okay? know. Like, like
3: we never watched not. it, but then after we all saw the movie, we were like. Wait, did they like a did they like announce that Palpatine was alive in Fortnite? And no, we just couldn't believe it. It was so utterly I would shocking. love to have
4: been in the board meeting where that decision was made. Yeah. It's Fortnite was blow. like,
0: "Here, we'll give you this much money." And like, "No, add it to zero. The, How about now? Add it to zero. That's the that's the big
3: reveal. Like, I feel like of the whole movie and like Yeah. I don't know. If I, that
5: I, part, if if his speech that was in Fortnite was mm-hmm. in the movie, I think it hits different. Yeah, I agree. I do, and yeah. I think because you're
0: totally right because there is a scene potentially where like we are we're we're in the Falcon or whatever with Poe and or they come back from their mission and then all of a sudden as they're talking, this broadcast starts going off and everyone looks up and you hear <clears throat> Palpatine's words, but we essentially get from Bol- Bulio, Essentially, giving bulio. giving bulio. a giant <laughs> USB <laughs> extender into uh, in R two, and they do an upload, and then <laughs> we don't know what the upload is. Yeah, and then we hear Poe say, like it's in the chat. Somehow, Palpatine returned, and here's the thing, Oscar Isaac. Here's a hot take. Uh, incredible actor, our <laughs> <Truly laughs> trained, magnificent actor. Yeah, my guy puts everything he possibly yeah. can into <laughs> yep. the line and it just and because he knows he has to push the story forward and i think it still sucks the
3: line is terrible yeah i know and all of us like you it makes you kind of cringe and roll your eyes a little bit at it and i think it's part of that is because it was done in Fortnite. part of it was just because it just feels so rushed it's like it's what i'm saying like the first 20 minutes move at utterly breakneck speed that's
4: exactly it and i and here's a as a apology to our listeners who are not in our patreon uh community i'll tell you something that uh, a question that i asked in the commentary that i think is important if they had broken this movie up into part one and part two like they did with like the deathly hallows for harry potter would it Uh have been better and i think it probably would have been whether or not you like that decision because rather than force all this stuff in there and just make you accept it and the whole drinking from a fire hose that you feel like you're doing at the beginning of that movie (laughs) It lets it all breathe yeah. the way that the novel lets it all breathe. I
0: totally agree. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. the novel takes you hours and hours and hours to digest, and it takes that time to yeah. tell that story. Whether it's like, and, and I think also we said on the commentary, I'll give this away for free too. This is the tease of what we talk about. Like, I think a lot of it comes from one of the problems we had originally with the film is that, whether intentional or not, Episode 9 does ignore and or go back on a lot of the stuff that The Last yeah. Jedi sets up. And it when does. you do yeah. that, you have to essentially make an episode eight and a half and episode nine at the same time. But, of course, that's hard. So whether they could have taken more from that, whether or not. I, and, yeah. I, and I think that's one of the things, again, in, in the years since, we've had so much great content that has taken its time to develop. I mean, let's be clear. What if we, I mean, the High Republic, we knew nothing. So they took a bunch of books to craft the world, to make the characters, introduce the plot. Like, really took a lot of time there. And I think even in the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, like, we didn't know what Tatooine was. We didn't know what Coruscant was in the Jedi Council. We'd never seen them before. But there's just something, whether you like those movies better or not, in the the time it takes to craft the story. And I think yeah, I think uh, the thing the thing that we
3: said the thing that we said like last time that I still stand by absolutely to this day. And sometimes you know, or some random stranger will ask me, "Oh, what do you think of the Rise of Skywalker?" And instead of giving them a, a. you know, three-hour conversation like I give to you guys, I say <laughs> something along the lines of the rise of Skywalker made it so utterly clear that they did not have a plan from the beginning, and the fact that they yeah. did that after buying the franchise for four billion dollars with a B—you have to emphasis on the billion that's dollars so many new balance
0: shoes that george lucas bought with that check exactly
3: <laughs> you have to emphasize it just because it, just the entire idea that a corporation could spend that much money and then not think through of films that are probably the most significant pop culture thing that's happened in the last 50 years <laughs> is just so utterly mind-blowing you, you almost can't <laughs> believe it like it didn't have a they didn't have a plan i just cannot here's it's just a- nuts
5: Here's the thing. I feel as though JJ Abrams and Ryan Johnson were kind of in competition with each other the whole time. Like, hey, JJ it didn't like what Ryan did. Yeah. Because, I mean, to me, I noticed it right away when JJ brought the helmet back. It's like, Ryan destroyed yeah. that thing for a reason. Very like, impressively. Yeah. And he's like, actually, what if we just.
0: A bunch of things.
5: Together. <laughs> There's
3: a bunch of small things like that. Luke gets yeah. his lightsaber back. Yeah. He catches it. Like, that's kind yeah. of a, yeah. a slapstick. Well, yeah, f- the, I mean. The
0: line, the, uh, the, the weapon, it deserves more respect. And I'm like, bruh. That's the only one that I'm still like, bruh. That is I a. Um,
5: that is, I don't I know. That,
4: I know. I. I, I and then I he got brought a, the
5: Knights of Ren back. Like, where? Where? What? Why? I'm, like, they're great in the comics now. I love it. But like, where did they come from? I've, I,
4: I realize, realize I'm being the voice of reason here, but we don't know any of that. That's no, such conjecture. Know. It's that's speculation. Just, that and is. is that is true. That reeks of the dark side, my friends. <laughs> it does. They, you're right. I don't you're right. think. I don't think there's anyone because JJ seems pretty down to earth. Ryan seems to yeah. down to Earth. I don't think either of them are having a pissing contest with their <laughs> biggest so. IP franchise it was movies. A, it was a group effort. Made. Right. Yeah. I, I will mean.
0: also say, yeah. if you ever I will say this. If there's ever a question about how much the people making Rise of Skywalker love the franchise, watch the watch the documentary. I forget oh what it's called. Oh my god. Um, yes. the the main documentary of of all the films that they do now, like the uh the director in the Jedi was the last Jedi's. It's, like one.
5: Skywalker legacy
0: or something? Yeah, I think like that. it's that way. Like it is yeah. You, like Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams say a lot about it's it. So good. It's a do. beautiful documentary, and I remember after watching that when the movie came out, I was like, oh, "There were other forces here because like, right. these yeah. these guys really did love the thing they were making, and I think that does." Yeah, the, yeah. the Trost one makes sure you they feel they, a. Feel
3: lost. The trust one makes you feel a certain kind of way too because they very much intentionally avoid all <laughs> all of the controversial decision making in the in the movie. They don't talk at all about about. Palpatine being back about Ray, but nope. they completely avoid all that. And it's just it's just an hour of just like people who love making movies, and yeah. it's just like it's about it's how excited they all are to work on Star Wars. <laughs> like it really does make you feel good, yeah. uh, like watching those behind the scene documentaries. So, and also yeah. we have no idea what the movie making process looks like. Not Star even Wars fans a bit. they don't know at all. Like right, we like to think we know. But... No, like people like to blame people and story groups and directors and it's so back
4: here's a thought experiment for you after the phantom menace after attack of the clones probably some friends sat down with i don't know like a tape recorder if any of our audience has heard of those and recorded some some conversation about how awful the films are and this and that and for this reason that reason and here we are this many years later, and there's just such a renaissance of love for these movies. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. they gripped a whole generation, and we're celebrating all these actors and stuff. I mean, who's mm-hmm. to say we're not those those neckbeards talking on the tape recorder? <laughs> <right? laughs> I mean, I, there's oh, a lot man. of things to love in this movie. and I just, I agree. Yeah. I, I always want to continually go back to how can I make this work? Even though you can argue I shouldn't have to, I think yeah. we mm-hmm. kind of do have... The onus, as as Star Wars fans, we're going to call mm-hmm. ourselves Star Wars fans. How how yeah. do I enjoy this film? What can I enjoy about yeah. this film?
5: I completely agree with you, yeah. Charles. Like I think it's so important to, you know, like I like I mentioned, I definitely fall down the rabbit hole of, I really enjoyed this movie. Yes, I had a few problems with it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I do find myself fa- falling down the hole of like this isn't liked among most people. That's it not. is so. You so then I, I kind way. of resort to complaining about it as well. And, yeah. you know, certainly, you know, like I said, my big pro- two major problems are, are Rose and, and Ray Palpatine. Other than that, I I, I enjoyed it. I There's mean, I thought Beaumont Kin was kind of oh, funny. Yeah. Like, um you guys oh remember God. that guy? Like, yeah. I, that <laughs> yeah. drove me crazy the second time around, y'all. I can't even the tell French you. The French accent. He's like me in Star Wars. <laughs> like, friggin'. Like encyclopedic knowledge of stuff that like he shouldn't even know about. It's like, so
3: funny um, too. It's just like why does this why does his character something. exist? His lines are hilarious, and the fact that the audiobook yeah. gave him a, a thick French accent,
0: thick is French accent, so
3: funny, so funny. I love he that has, they forgot to tell has, the narrator that 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 he was a film, a, dude. Like, <laughs> a character <laughs> in the film.
5: <laughs> he has more lines than Rose. And yeah. He does. Ridiculous. It's so stupid. That's what <laughs> That is ridiculous. And, but y'all. a lot of times,
4: Rose is in the scene right next to him. That's yes, the worst yes, part. Yes, like, yes, like, that's like, the thing. said it? The only but thing that would have made it worse is if he
3: like like cuts her off or interrupts her and, like talks over her.
4: Like, <laughs> oh that, not actually, that's not correct.
0: <laughs> well, actually,
5: oh my god. But, but wait, uh, here's here's another thing that I noticed. And you know, <laughs> Finn goes up to Rose before they leave and says, well, "Aren't you going to come with us?" And she's like, "No, I gotta do some you know, research or whatever." <laughs> and then um, and then friggin Claude is in the Falcon.
3: I know. He, he doesn't goes. have any
5: arms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he yep. doesn't have
3: any
5: arms. Yep. And he's working
0: the mechanic. As a, as a friggin what mechanic. can that guy what can that guy possibly do? <laughs> so I will what? say here though. I will say here, based on the chat and also based on I think now where where this movie can't get us. Because yes, there are some things, as we've obviously yes. shown here, and as our community has shown, <laughs> as have, like there are some things people can never get over. That's yeah. alright. We're gonna work on our stuff.
5: Yeah.
0: One, our chat is blowing up with the yes. Saint of Emma, the favorite How- the best boy.
5: Bobby yes, Frick. Babu Frick. Babu oh, I Frick. I have not, not mentioned
0: him yet. He's a great character. not him yet. Most of the does... character
3: design is phenomenal. All the yeah. 3PO stuff is phenomenal. There's so much yeah. to love about this yep. film. Story
0: Bliss is amazing. Story like Bliss. Again, I'm telling you, Kijime everything Kojimi
3: on, everything after Kijime, yeah. the, the lightsaber fight, like in the water, I, I made the comment yep. uh, that I think it's the best fight like in all of Star Wars, yep. like truly. I think it's better than the throne I room. I tend to agree with that. The, yeah. f- the yep. water and the wind, like yes, the throne room is beautifully visually with the colors and stuff, but there's something really good. Visceral about that water yeah. fight, like yeah, I love that. It's maybe so, the best so good.
0: Scene, maybe the best scene in the sequel trilogy with freaking <clears throat> oh,
4: oh yeah, kid. there the it dad, is. I yeah. mean,
3: oh
0: my god, when Han comes, that back. gives
5: me every chills time. every time I watch it. Every time, it. every time, and I know it's coming.
3: I know it's amazing. I love it. That's it's so, that's such good storytelling, uh, uh, oh. and so much good happens around that.
5: Yeah. And the Dark Ray stuff. Oh my God, yeah, how chilling really is yeah, that? I'm telling you, everything. I mean,
3: listen, of your bullet point list of all the plot points that are in this film, it's just like, oh, until you get to Kajimi, and then it's just like, everything is right, beautiful until you get to the last <laughs> like, from 10 there. minutes of yeah. the film. And they're like, yeah, so much good stuff happens. But I that's think, you there know. there was no
4: groundwork in it, so you know, there was just yeah. some groundwork. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You know Charles I think you really hit the nail on the head when you say that like we've had this like renaissance around the pre the the prequel trilogy because like I think it's for a number of reasons. I think one we all have nostalgia about it too. And I think kids yep. have a certain nostalgia about the films. Like, you know, seeing all the little rays walking around celebration will absolutely yes. make you feel a certain it's, kind of way. It's like it's just one of
0: the best one of the best memories of my life is is absolutely. seeing
3: a
5: little girl yeah. dressed yeah. as Ray yeah. and then and then the Ray, you know, working at like Disneyland or something. Yeah. I yeah. mean, oh my god. It you melts your heart. You
3: it's that. so good. And the fact it's that so those good. kids are going to grow up and like oh, uh, they loved it. They loved the rise of Skywalker They loved yeah. the story of Ray being a bad guy but also a good guy like they love that stuff so yeah you know i i think i think there's that part of the renaissance and there's also just the the really obvious we get to fill in the gaps with lore and that inadvertently makes it better it can't really fix a yeah. lot of it but like like i mean i don't even have i don't have any negative feelings about any of hayden christensen's like performance in in the, in the prequel trilogy anymore but i certainly would have at some point like but now we have the clone wars tv show and all these books and yeah. all the storytelling yeah. and like yeah. I, I think that i think when you when you when the when the movie becomes like a small drop in the bucket of all the story it suddenly has less weight than it did when it yeah. first came you out just so see the
0: great man. parts exactly um, yeah I, you get
3: that tunnel vision it's great
0: man real quick <clears throat> insane membrane just Actively got me choked up reading a comic because I did not think about this. Um, this the thing I love the Han and Ben scene because you know the reason Harrison Ford came back is because he had to come back for Carrie. And oh, I Because all the yeah, I will say the Carrie stuff in the movie like I get why they did it.
2: <clears throat> yeah, it, it
0: does take me out because all I and this is my own my own brain. All I see is the earlier scenes that sh- I know I she know. shot to yeah, get that shot, too. and I'm I completely taken out. But she is so around that film because, yeah, you're right. Harrison Ford, he's not coming back to do Han Solo. He's done. Who cares? He's good. And then Stephanie's saying, the more I see that scene, the more obvious it becomes that Han is Leia's projection. And I'm like, what a beautiful Aww. idea that she is reaching out mm-hmm. to, be- to her good. son through her husband. And, like, there's just so there's so many things <clears throat> like that that are just, like, that really just make me feel that, oh, I, I completely see how this film is – the technical issues I have are the technical issues. That's what it's going to yeah. be. But like you're saying, the lore of it as time goes on is really going to stick. And I think that's... I think so. We just got to kind of put and it on the shelf. And with Leia
5: training Ray. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that That yeah. was so special. Yeah. It yeah. was like, yeah. Good. It hurts. Like, gonna it sucks. I'm going to let this sit it's for like, a while it's... and let
0: it sink in and then just yeah. kind of appreciate it from afar. And that, that, that's, I yeah. think, my future.
3: I think the tragedy of Carrie Fisher is just... Totally overshadows the film, and every scene that she's in, yeah. like it, it hurts, man. Like, yeah. I will say, the first time I saw it, I got pretty misty-eyed when we sat at the, in the theater and the credits roll, and they roll for a couple seconds, and then it says, like, in memory of Carrie Fisher or something like that, like, yeah, like our princess. I think it says. It yeah. sucks, man. It freaking sucks that this movie yeah. had to happen the way that it did, and like, it's just. Yeah. Like, I I I can't bring myself to say anything negative, I guess, about all the Carrie stuff. Like, yeah, it's noticeable, yeah. but it's technical. And I'm just like, but yeah. it's On, honestly, I mean, honestly totally it's agree. a miracle that they made it work at all. Like, the dialogue yeah, for know. the most Absolutely. part does work. Like, the scenes and the shots do work. It's clear that all of the VFX people, like, really put a ton of work into yeah. making those scenes yeah. look good. And they really killed it. I mean, I think they did a fantastic job of the way that they portrayed... Carrie and I love that yeah. Billy Lord got to like hug oh, her or something like in a Being scene, a scene with her, talk
0: to her. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah and, and she got to she like portray
5: out. her like in that flashback, the training yeah. flashback. Yeah, that's right. I, I, and, yeah. I, and I
0: and I think I will say as we're kind of like coming to the, coming to the end here a little bit. Rise of Skywalker is, is kind of unique to any other movie I'll see, almost in the same way that that Avengers Endgame is in a certain way because Rise of Skywalker. Every single person going into that movie theater knew a couple things. One, they knew Carrie Fisher had died, but Leia did not. So what are they going to do? That was a universal fact. Yep. Yeah. Two, they knew this was going to end a 40-year saga somehow. And, like, there was just so, – you couldn't help but have those weights. Like, there, There's no <laughs> way you watch this without having a meta thought. You can't yeah. just watch this as a movie. Same as end Endgame. You walk in, and you're like – this is the end of this chapter of Marvel movies. I know this. And, like, there is and, and there is such a unique experience to that that a lot of great movies don't don't have, don't need. It's fine. And I truly don't think I will ever be able to fully take myself away from that, even in 30, 40 years. Because even though Avengers: of Sith kind of ended Star Wars, like, there, I don't know. I feel like there was still, like, understanding. Maybe there'd be 7, 8, 9 the tv shows were gonna go but like rise of skywalker there was just something about it and it might be because of carrie and and harrison and mark like that being the end but i wonder if that will both help and hurt it as the years go on you know like this isn't just a movie
3: i would love to i would love to speculate for a second and because you guys have heard my sort of businessy take on the whole like marketing this as being the end of the Skywalker saga mm-hmm. and stuff. You can remember, you know, how you heard me talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah. before. It's like, it's kind of goofy that they marketed it that way because like we had seen no evidence that this was the quote unquote end of this guy is weird that they right. did it. And it felt, it felt like they did that late. And anyway, whatever, speculation for a second real talk how is the franchise going to move forward from this are we truly done with this saga with these characters and with the episode format that seems so unlikely to no
4: yeah
5: i don't think so you don't have you don't have three at this point superstars Mm -hmm. with oscar isaac and daisy ridley and john boyega and then just like drop them like just leave the. Characters. I mean, all th- I all three that. of them
3: have had <coughs> relatively negative things to say about their experience participating uh, in
5: I know. Star Wars. Yeah, I know. which which really, especially like, John Boyega, hurts, because there's, uh, yeah. I know, and and he he I think yeah, he was treated horribly. Uh, actually, all all of them actually have been <laughs> treated horrible uh, by the fan
3: base. Uh, John Boyega it, talks about being treated though. horrible by Disney itself. Yeah, and felt like, yeah. like they he took was, him
0: off of posters in certain countries because they were racist in those countries. And yeah. They it, was like, it, mm-hmm.
5: It sucks so much, though, because there's a, a, a segment of the fan base, you know, like us, that we don't, we don't care about the outside noise. We don't, we don't care about any of that. We just want more Star Wars stories with the characters that we love. Yeah. And they're absolutely included. I don't think it matters what we think on this movie. I think I can speak yeah. for everyone when I say yeah. that. I don't, I don't I don't think anyone cares about what we thought no. about The Rise of Skywalker, no. only that we yeah. want more stories yeah. from these characters because we love these characters and we've grown to yeah. love them.
3: So, re- realistically, I, give, give me a number. What's your over-under? Your percentage? What do you think the, the realistic likelihood is that we're going to get an episode 10 in our lifetime, and it's going to be featuring Daisy Ridley, John Boyega?
0: I will say I two parts. One, 70% chance that we get 10, 11, 12. Okay. Then it features those three, 30%. I think wow. that I think there's another time jump, and I think Man. that those I think it is may and maybe it's old Ray doing Jedi, but I th- I think that the only way to do it is to set up some, to start something new because I think I think that as of right now, the future of Star Wars for the next ten <laughs> years, and I might be wrong again. Was it August twenty second, twenty twenty two? I'm saying it now. <laughs> the future of Star Wars for the next decade is on Disney Plus with shows. <laughs> In the occasional spin off like Rogue Squadron, which yeah. God knows if that comes out. Like come I on, know. like I mean, Star with the Wars timeline movies, it takes
3: movies to make.
0: Who well, even knows you think it's, but Disney Plus shows are easily the future right now because yeah. they're
5: absolutely performing and I think we can all I
3: think we can all agree loving. on that. I, I just I realistically want to know if you think that ten is coming. Like in, I, in, I
5: don't think there's any chance. honestly. 10? And I say this as a gigantic sequel trilogy fan. I don't think it's coming. Really? Never ten.
4: I don't know. I, I don't know. what percentage would you have put on Hayden Christensen coming back? And I know it was in a Disney Plus TV show, point. but no, that's a great point. I would have that's said zero, yeah. and if there was a number <laughs> a less than yeah. zero, <laughs> I would have said that one.
3: Not just yeah. no, Miles, but hell it, no. Charles,
0: that's such a good point. <laughs> yeah. But also, I change no, my answer. I get a twenty-five. In the next, in the next decade,
3: out. man, I don't know. Like I just, I Episode just 10 seems, is
0: tough. Episode ten. Yeah, is
3: tough. it seems so hard to me because like. I don't know. I mean if you if you get really meta and think about it, like both in canon and legends, it is a really big challenge to continually tell continue telling stories with like the big three, whoever they are. Luke, Leia and Han or, you know Poe, Ray and Finn. Yeah, it's hard to grow if they're together all the time. And honestly, the big problem that Legends has is that you can only have so many galaxy-ending conflicts that are saved by the same heroes, right. and it's it's it yeah. before you really just start to lose yeah lose sight of it. Like because the 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 big three in legends face so many enormous tragedies of like of planet-killing yeah. weapons and alien races coming out of deep space to destroy the galaxy. So much <laughs> insane shit happened yeah. to those three. Like you can only tell so many stories with that. So. But then also yeah. at the same time, it seems like the dumbest business decision in the history of corporations
0: <laughs> in capitalist
3: America to not yeah. do an episode yeah. 10 of Star Wars with a giant X on it. I mean, come on. It's like a marketing I don't know, fever call, dream.
5: Do call it for me, the aesthetic.
4: Call me a cynic, but uh, <laughs> I think real life has shown me that just awful crap keeps on happening. So I buy <laughs> that it happens in this fictional, you know, galaxy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I also think, like, but that's also why the High Republic has been so <clears throat> successful in books. Like, the New York Times has been selling out of these because they went before everything and they made it brand new. And they're like, great, a new story. And, like, Marvel keeps working because, number one, I'm not sure if we'll ever get to end game levels again. And that's okay. But their their business model has been like, okay, we're going to do this phase. We'll <clears throat> do this phase. And oh, now we have mul- multiple universes. Never a thing in yeah. Star Wars. If they do that, people mm-hmm. will lose their minds. But also, like, they don't need everything to be great. Solo, unfortunately, again, one of my favorites, Solo taught us that every single Star Wars movie basically has to break box office records. Yeah, otherwise they're, not, they're not interested yeah. in
3: it, at least in their eyes, which is utterly ridiculous to me, like that we yeah. can't have different yeah. quality and grades of films like agree. at all. We have to compa- like how fair is it to compare any film to the highest grossing films of all time? It's ridiculous. So It's not, but that, I don't that know. that's what their I think, stockholders think, want. I think, realistically, I don't... Th- when did Rise of Skywalker... 2019? 2019. 20- 2019. 2019? December 2019. I think 2029 20, at the earliest. I think a decade before we I, see a 10 is realistic. I think realistic. that's true. I, I mean, true. just with the, the timetable it takes to make movies these days, like, it takes three years to pump out a movie that's decent, at least. it seems like. And, Ryan, and again,
0: so, as of right now, we still got Taika. All these things <clears throat> are still in production, and then I think that... Uh, until we see a more stabilized timeline of Star Wars content, we won't know. Because also, when Episode <clears throat> Seven and Nine were being made, Disney Plus wasn't a thing. The streaming incocation, the Marvel phase, like all of these things that have kind of changed blockbuster movie making. Uh, again, with the, with the exception of Top Gun Maverick, which is just like I'm gonna make a movie and make a billion dollars. Screw you. <laughs> yeah, um, it really does. It really does seem like they everything.
3: They're, they're, it does seem like they're really sort of pushing. Management of Star Wars storytelling into John Favreau and Dave Filoni's arms in a lot of ways yeah. too. So, I mean, I I wouldn't really be surprised if if they eventually get the franchise essentially the way Kathleen Kennedy has I and mean, some Regal role and I don't know what that looks like. What is the fu- what is the Filoni first version of Star Wars Episode Ten look like? I don't know. I think it's yeah. I don't know. I, I it seems it just seems like we're in a really weird place. Like it seems like the yep. saga series is at such a weird place. Like I think I totally agree that you know it's obvious that the future of Star Wars is in TV for the foreseeable future. But yep. like I don't know how the hell they can possibly reboot from the Rise of Skywalker. Truly,
0: I don't know. I don't know. And I yeah, we don't know. And I think I'll be excited to see what happens because they can't go without making films for too long. But yeah. overall, I think it's clear, based on one our chat tonight, which oh my gosh, how illuminating! And how like we, we've all gone through so many phases with this <clears> film, <throat> but also with the community about because this film gets talked about still all the time. Is that I think this is one of the more tumultuous endings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in Star Wars, easily. I mean, or sorry, yeah. yeah, Return of the both, Jedi Both from Sith. a
3: story, yeah, both from a storytelling perspective and from a meta movie making perspective. Yeah, we just. I feel like we have concluded in a very weird place, like for the actors, yes. for the plot, like, I don't, it's weird from a, we let, we ended on a very negative note. I feel like from a corporate standpoint, like yep. from a business movie making standpoint, like yep. it's like, it's like game of Thrones <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> to ex- not, not, to not a lesser, nearly
0: ex- as, lesser extent. but yeah,
3: yeah, it is. I mean, we, we were really optimistic when, with seven rolled around, we we're like, yeah, they could have taken more risk, but the film was great. Oh, then eight God. was incredibly divisive, and yep. then nine was just like, uh, I don't know what the hell nine was. It was just like, different. I don't know. It's different, and like I don't know how yeah. we move forward from this. Truly, I, I I am excited that we get the opportunity to tell more stories in the vacuum that the rise of skywalker created and let's let's be real uh, it left a lot of giant vacuums (laughs) and we've we've already seen with storytelling like shadow of the sith that there is quality quality story plot points that can happen in those vacuums and i hope that i hope that they are willing to take more risk to fill the voids because Shadow of the Sith was an excellent book. It tried to accomplish a lot because I feel like it had to. And I hope we get, you know, more opportunity for a single novel to really expand on one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than trying to explain everything with, yeah. you know, novelization of the film and then this one book and things like that. So yeah. I hope we get more post film storytelling eventually.
5: Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I agree with that. One, one thing that I will say <clears> is that. <throat> I hope that we get to that point that the prequels have come to. I know we will at some point, but I I, I want it to be within my lifetime. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I hope mm-hmm. we get to that point where we all look back and think about this movie, and we think, oh, it wasn't like that bad. <laughs> like you know, I, I, I hope, like, I hope hey, we can
3: fun. just. I think we can, we can smile and laugh and be like, you know what, the Phantom Menace movie sucked at the time, but I love it. And I yes, love it. Right. That's, that's, that's all it is. You have nostalgia for
5: it. Yeah. Yes, that's there are so nostalgia. So many, yeah. And there
0: are so many people I even saw when we tweeted about this show and I see in the chat tonight that like really love this film. And that's like yeah. the yeah. point of every movie is to love every movie. And that's so exciting. And I think that as time goes on, whether you like it, whether you don't, whether you're finding other stories that you like about it that help you out, or whether you're just waiting for that next Rey Solo novel to find out what she does with that yellow lightsaber. Yeah, I saw you, chat. Yes. That lightsaber's amazing. Like, it is. We're going to find... <clears> throat> yes, throat> Emma! <laughs>
5: you just yes! had this so readily available. <laughs> I've been waiting to like, show been this off. Been waiting on it. Seriously, this this <clears throat> lightsaber, y'all. So cool. When we all saw that, I think we all like unanimously I know. freaked out. We're like, yeah, I really wish she had
3: built blue. it earlier. And the-
5: yeah, I know. I know. I wish, I, I I wish we got to see her build it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that would yeah. have been cool. I think. No, it's a great one. It's okay. Can I just speak on this scene first? Wait, wait, hold on, Emma. Give yes. me a second. Give me a second. Hold on.
0: All right, now I am ready. Please talk oh. about the lightsaber. <laughs> Twinsies! Wait, We're me the second. Skywalker wait, give me, twins!
4: Give me a second. Oh, never mind. I, I have oh, this Corona uh, bottle. <laughs> hold on. For yeah, the hey, audio yeah. list, hold on. Let me do it. Let me do it. It's yellow. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right, so for 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 our audio listeners, what, what just happened? Uh, Emma brought out her Ray lightsaber, and then I yes, brought out my ray lightsaber. Yes, we got it from the and context clues. Brought
5: nothing.
2: <laughs> and All I'm right, Emma, Emma,
0: speak on this lightsaber that is stupidly heavy.
5: Oh yes, I agree with that. <laughs> um, this lightsaber, I think, is like the perfect <clears throat> way to kind of, if we had to close Ray's story. I think it's the perfect way to close her story. Yeah. It shows that she learned a lesson. She grew. It turns blue and then green and then yellow and maybe some purple. Who knows? I don't I don't know. Miss Wendy's alive confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> it shows that like she is listening to her Jedi past. You know, the yes. the, the history of the Jedi. Be with me. Uh, that scene. That scene mm. hit mm. me so hard. I messaged the guys uh, yesterday when I was watching this. It actually made me cry this weekend. The the be with me and the voices. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't even mention this, but y'all, those voices, there's Kanan and yep. Ahsoka. Freaking, Freaking Ayla Mink's Secura's Windu, in there. Ayla Secura. Yeah. I think Adi Gallia's in yep. there. Like, yep, Wild, bro. Like, Ashley Eckstein's voice is in a Star Wars saga movie. Yeah. This is insane. That scene is so powerful and i think to me is by far uh, my, my favorite thing that has come out of the movie uh, is that you can draw inspiration from the past and like what charles was saying earlier even though you come from evil you know you're not nothing but you, you're not you don't come from good rather you come from like the evilest evil
2: mm-hmm.
5: you can still choose to be good but in order to do that you're going to need to learn some lessons and draw on some inspiration. And she does that. And yeah. that takes a lot of work and a lot of strength and a lot of power. And then she just stands up, crosses those lightsabers, and and I am all the Jedi. <clears throat> and it's just, like, dude, it's such a good scene.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just – I mean, yeah. I could,
5: like, rave about that this whole time. If it wasn't clear before, I seriously – I love this movie. I fall into the trap of kind of crapping on it, uh, you know. Yeah. Besides my two like legitimate yeah. points, I think, and and I think there's so many special things that you can find in it if you just look at it in a way that you know it wasn't Ray's choice to be a Palpatine, you know, and it and it yeah. wasn't the it wasn't the movie's choice for her to be a Palpatine. It was the movie makers' choice for her to mm-hmm. be a Palpatine, and we shouldn't be mad at her for that. Yeah, or yeah. anyone in the movie for <clears throat> that.
0: Yeah, I will also say Charles Soul had a great point recently on Twitter or an interview because we know he's because he's amazing he's, he's now part of like the people that steer Star Wars storytelling as a whole and he said something about story choices in Star Wars because everyone's going to have something they don't agree with and this is aside from the technical yeah. stuff we talked about aside from the meta stuff the history of Star Wars as it were if we were reading a history of a galaxy far far away which essentially mm-hmm. we are right we're reading the, the journals of the wills if you will yeah whatever happens happened in this history and if you as a star wars fan can just get to that point of just this did happen it's not because of blankety blank it's not because of story decisions it's like no this is what the history says and then react to the reaction to it so like ray being a palpatine isn't like a decision or isn't arguable like nope this is the history great my favorite character ray now has this part of her history that's it and there's kind of like a weird piece that comes with that once you get to that point of accepting these stories are just what happened in their lives. And you may not like yeah. every part of it, and that's okay. You don't like any, any, every part of anyone you know is life, but you still love them. And I think that's yeah. kind of where we're all trying to get as Star Wars fans. So that's kind of where it's at its best.
4: Yeah.
5: It, that's a great, that's a fantastic story. And
4: to go back to what Emma said about how powerful that scene is for her and, and how it evoked mm-hmm. tears even this time through when she knew what was coming. How many things out there give you that kind of a high? How many yeah. things out there mm-hmm. get you that yep. excited? I can't count it yep. out. Right. <laughs> so, if we approach these movies and this movie in particular, the way we approach these films, you know, let's focus and celebrate the fact that it can do that for you because, again, it is rare yes. and it is special. And I think we are lucky to have the story, whether you agree with this or that or any of it, you know?
5: Yep. You put it perfectly. Yeah. And, and really good point in the chat. Uh, here just to kind of round us down the, uh, you know, Ray who line, you know, on, on Tatooine at the end. You know, I think we can all agree that it was silly and it was definitely trying to get a point across. Right. But that being said, the whole race Skywalker thing, you know, definitely divisive among the more negative crowds. But I think, I think I can speak for all of us when I say that that's very touching and powerful because yeah. that's another one of those found family things. Yeah. Like she knows who her people are and she, Where's that as a badge of honor, and yep. I found that to be also very moving in this watch through again. And shout out yeah.
4: to Adam Christopher because in Shadow of the Sith, yeah. Mirimir tells Dathan, "Your legacy defines you."
2: Yep.
5: Yes. There you
0: go. It's great. And I am Eric, Eric Uteini. That's it. <clears throat> um, I do want to say though a little tease for some folks. We do this now and then. Um, you know, we talk about the future of Star Wars on this show. The next two weeks of this podcast are actually are canceled. Are, next are canceled, <laughs> just like Star Wars. Uh. Um, no, the next three weeks of the show, I did want a preview for some folks just to get you ready. Uh, next week, in honor of Andor coming up, uh, which, again, did get delayed, but that's okay. Um, we are excited about the future of that, and we do want to pay homage to some spies, maybe some scoundrels. So y'all, they let me do it. I broke them down. Because next Monday night, we are doing a Spies and Scoundrels draft episode. Building crews of the greatest Spies and Scoundrels from canon and legends alike. Cannot wait for that. How
5: do you get away with that? (laughs) Oh, I I,
0: I put it on the outline and said we're doing it.
5: Um, (laughs) Those are my favorite episodes to watch, guys. So, (laughs) like, you have to do it. We gotta keep doing it! (laughs) So, that is next week. The
0: week after that, for all of you following along at home that want to get excited about it, want to get ready... And have the book on your table just like Charles does. The Padawan Roundtable will be on Monday, September 5th. Uh, We'll be talking about that. It will be a one-part roundtable. uh, But we'll be talking about all our usual stuff that we do about this lovely YA book. Again, check out our review if you haven't. And after that, on September 12th. We're doing an Andor preview show. Come on, Andor's coming, y'all. We're gonna actually talk about it the that. whole time. It's literally um, less than a month away. Can you freaking I'm believe crazy. that?
5: Cassie
3: Andor. I just <laughs> cannot believe these live shows are really sneaking up on us. It's it's yeah, yeah. crazy.
5: They're starting to become the new book, right? Like yes, sneaking up on us.
0: And of course, if you know anything about UTN, you know that when there's a new show, there's a new <laughs> bounty hunt. So we'll be bringing you back. Uh, We're not sure yet because there's uh, check's Watch. Three full mother episodes coming out day one. Uh, We'll see how (laughs) we handle that. But those are your next three weeks at Utini and Living Force. Of course, we have all our other amazing shows, both on Patreon and our live YouTube channel. And your audio listeners, keep checking out everything we have to offer on this network. And for all your further questions, you can check out utini.com. Before we get out of here, I want to give a special thank you to Emma jumping into the West seat. Not easy, not easy at all, but you did it with grace. Even sans hat, sans Texas heat. Um, Thank you
5: boys for having me. It's always fun.
0: Always a pleasure. We're going to have you on so many more times. Um, And keep telling these guys the draft episodes are fun. And we're going to keep doing them. I sure. Um, will. I want to say to all of you, thank you for hanging out and talking to us again about this film that we are working through. If you love this film, that's amazing. If you're having trouble with this film, that's all right. We're all Star Wars fans. We all love this galaxy. And my gosh, there's always something new coming. But on that note, my friends, that will do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. If you support us on Patreon, thank you so much. Head over to your Patreon feed later this week and check out our Full commentary on The Rise of Skywalker. It's never too late to join either. Head over to utd.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash utd. You get episodes of The Ghost Crew. You get episodes of The Untitled Marvel Show. You get commentaries. You get early access to this very show. All kinds of great stuff over there. A special thank you goes out to Brian Dooley, Patrick Ortiz, Earl Q, Robert Thomas, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Cloutier and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at Corey M. Helton. Charles is at C. Ankle. Emma is at IrmaJedi26. And Wes is in Iowa and will get his shout-out when he returns. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor. Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire. And Wes, our community manager. And Emma, our producer for the night. Thanks to Corey, Charles, and Emma for potting podding with me tonight. Thanks to all of you for tuning in, watching, and listening. And as always, may the force be with you. You're a Palpatine.
1: There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars fan code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like minded fans at utini.com. And remember.